Welcome to this Colt News broadcast. This is episode three, and the theme for this episode is blended learning at Jackson Hole Middle School. Today is October 17th, 2018, and this is Assistant Principal Diane Woodard, and I will be your host. Blended learning at Jackson Hole Middle School is comprised of one-to-one iPads. All students are issued an iPad at Jackson Hole Middle School, and our curriculum is centered around the use of the iPad in an intentional way. By that I mean that it's very, very important for our kids to think clearly about how they learn best. We also ask that our teachers expose our students to lots of different ways of learning so that students have a clear understanding of what types of learning and what methods of of instruction will support them as a learner in the best way. Some tips for success. First of all, bring your iPad charge every single day. We don't have many extra iPads if a student is to forget their iPad at home, and so they may be calling home to um, ask for you to bring it in. So we recommend that they place it in a location that they'll remember it every day and that it's fully charged. We do encourage that you get insurance on on the iPad. Uh, The insurance is just over $40 a year. We will be opening up the insurance window again. It was open at the beginning of the school year and it will be open the week of conferences, which is the week of November 5th. We do encourage this as if the device is lost, stolen, or damaged, there is no deductible and we get it repaired for you. We do encourage our students um, to notify us immediately if they have lost their iPad, because then we can put a tracer on it and help them to locate it. One of the resources I like to share with parents and with students is a website called commonsensemedia.org. This week just happens to be Digital Citizenship Week across the nation. We know that our students are learning in this ever-changing world. They're exposed to technology a great deal of their um, life. And we feel like it's important that they understand the important, appropriate, and safe ways to use their digital devices. Common Sense Media is a great website. It has all sorts of resources for parents. It has a parent section, an educator section, an advocate section. Once you're into those sections, it's broken down to movies and TV shows. It makes recommendations on what's age appropriate. It lets you know about new titles that are coming out and whether they're age appropriate for your child. They have book reviews. They have app, game, and website reviews. So if you're concerned about a website that your child may be using, this is a great resource for you. There's also a section for parent concerns. Common Sense Media takes parent concerns very seriously, and they understand that in many situations, uh, parents may or may not know um, what's going on in the digital world. There's also a section for our Latino population, and I would encourage you to take a look at that tab. They also have a research section 
that they spend a great deal of time researching digital resources, making recommendations to parents, and just general research on the implications of digital learning. So I would encourage you to go on over at commonsensemedia.org and take a look. The next section of our podcast today is around Canvas. Canvas is our learning management system at the middle school. We adopted Canvas about five years ago. We spent about four months researching all the platforms that were out there and Canvas rose to the surface. The one thing that we uh, were very interested in is identifying a learning management system that aligned with the other schools across the state as well as the University of Wyoming. The University of Wyoming has adopted Canvas and so that um, is our learning management system. Couple tips on using Canvas. If you are using the parent app, and please remember the parent app is the blue and white app, not the red and white app, we ask that you get signed up as a parent observer. The app is to be used for just simple check-ins. When you're in the app, you can go up to the left corner and you can click on the three hash marks, manage children, and set up the appropriate alerts for your individual children. If you wanna take a deeper dive into what's happening in the classroom and possibly support your child in a deeper way, go to a browser. It does not care what type of browser, it can be Internet Explorer, Safari, Chrome, Firefox, And once you get to your browser, log in with your parent credentials, and then you will see content pages, you'll see modules, you'll be able to look at the calendar to see all your your child's assignments overlaid, you'll get uh, a good view into the gradebook, and you can really support your child in a different way. So the two, the browser view and the app view are very, very different. And we encourage you to look at both of those. Just a final reminder that conferences are the week of the 5th. We will have conferences on Monday and Wednesday night here at the middle school from four o'clock to eight o'clock. It's important that you um, touch base with your child's teachers and please remember that our, our teachers have um, over a hundred parents or, or students that they serve and we're, we're looking at trying to set up conferences so they are the, it's the best fit for both um, students and parents. So that is November, starting the week of November 5th. We will also have a canvas table there and an insurance table there should you have any questions. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And we look forward to any themes or topics that you may see, see as relevant for our future podcasts. And this is episode three. Parents, welcome to this edition of the Colt News Podcast. Today is October 11th, 2018, and this is Matt Helsher, um, principal of Jackson Hole Middle School. And I'll be your host for today's episode. Uh, today we're joined by Robin Soul and Kelly Kaiser, seventh grade English teachers, and we're here to talk about all things seventh grade English. Um, so Kelly and Robin, uh, tell us first to just kind of what's going on right now in English language arts. 
Uh, okay, so right now we're wrapping up our first unit. We've talked a lot about dystopias, both in class and kids have been reading dystopian novels at home. So we're finishing up this unit, um, dialing in the reading strategies that we've been practicing and getting ready to move on to short stories. Yeah, assistant principal Diane Woodard came into a couple classes last week and she was so impressed with the level of thinking, the the depth that kids were um, getting as they explored themes and, and discussed with one another that she called it a thinking orchestra. So we're trying to teach kids to not only comprehend the book, but to go deeper and think about how the bigger ideas connect to our lives. Uh, that sounds fantastic. Um, one thing Miss Kaiser always bugs me about is promoting reading at home. And so I've been trying to do a better job of that with students. Um, what are the expectations for um, seventh graders this year in terms of reading minutes. I'm so glad you asked that because as we all know, <laughs> language arts is the superior class. And, I do know um, that because I was a seventh grade language <gasps> yes. arts teacher for many years. Yes, and I always tell parents that the you know we're so great as parents to getting our kids out in the community doing you know 50,000 awesome activities, but um, I believe that the single most important support we can give them is getting them to read at home. And so we, Robin and I have, and Olivia have um, this motto that kids need to touch the book every night. So even if your fabulous student is saying, well, I already did my reading, or, oh, I don't need to tonight, they're, they're, Wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> so wrong. yes, um, if they the more they read now, the more that's going to help them in high school and beyond. Mm -hmm. So reading every night, um, even if they can only read five minutes one night, but it's that idea of creating a habit in reading. I know with my own kids, when the teacher says, "Oh, you have homework. You have reading due on Friday," we'll forget about it until Thursday night. And so we just want kids to realize that reading is with you every single every single day and night. Absolutely, and we're really encouraging kids to take ownership of their reading too, so keeping track of their reading minutes, keeping track of how many pages they're reading, seeing that as something that they can celebrate and feel pride in. Um, we're really trying to push that this year. Um, I like that idea of touch the book. Um, I try to do that every single night as a reading habit as an adult. It also helps with my sleeping habits because when I pick up the fiction book, I'm usually asleep about five minutes later. <laughs> Um, to avoid that for the one thing I did read last night, though, which was the National Book Award finalists came out um, in the young people's literature. These might be some hot books for kids. Um, the Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo is getting a ton of press. Um, is it Sylvia Acevedo? Elizabeth Acevedo. Huh. Um, the Assassination of Brang Wang Spurge. That sounds interesting. The Truth is Told by Mason Buttle. The Journey of Little Charlie and Hey Kiddo are the finalists for young people's literature. Any other uh, books out there you guys would recommend right now? Well, I asked about the Acevedo author because there's an, um, Sylvia Acevedo just wrote a biography. She is a Latina um, rocket scientist, and so she, it's her story about her life um, as a child and getting into Girl Scouts and just struggling and going on to Stanford and becoming a rocket scientist. So that's a... Um, that was a great book. Also, just a perennial favorites include Speak by Laurie Halls Anderson um, and Sherman Alexie's absolutely true story of a part-time Indian. I know Dax Jones is loving that book right now. So, yeah. Um, what's up with writing right now? Anything uh, going on with ELA and writing? 
Um, so we hit hard at the beginning of the year with a reading unit. So we're really, really hammering our reading strategies for now. Um, but we've been talking a lot. I mean, the writing that they've been doing as they read uh, in their notes is really cool. And we're pushing kids to make connections in their notes and to develop their thinking on paper every day uh, in their journals. We start class with some free write activities. And as we move into our next unit, we're going to be doing more and more uh, little practice with argument paragraphs. Yes, lit, lit response, lit mm -hmm. analysis. And then after Thanksgiving, kids love um, debate and uh, argument. So we'll teach how, kids how to argue skillfully, which I'm sure you'll love. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, ladies, one thing I'd like to end with is an engagement tip of the day. So what would be one piece of advice you'd give parents to get kids talking about their book more than just, eh, it's pretty good. Um, I would think, you know, anything that you can do to push your kid to think more deeply about, you know, what, what do you think is a big idea going on in this book? What is the author talking about? Um, how might you connect this to your own life? And just pushing them to talk about it. I mean, any conversation that you're having, even if it's just what happened in the pages that you read last night, um, that gets kids going back over what they've read, thinking about it, and hopefully does build that engagement. Yeah, two things. Uh, one for me is whenever I ask my, my ch own child how, what's going on in your book? She goes on for about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, so they know how to do just a one sentence summary. It's what does the protagonist want, but what's happening, so what does the protagonist do? Somebody wants but so, um, which will cut that time down. But then like Robin's saying, just asking them to connect. Like what, who in the book reminds them of someone in their real life? Um, uh, can they connect to the setting at all? Anything with the word connect in it is going to get some meaningful um, discussions. So, All right. Well, uh, parents, thank you for listening to this edition of Cold News. Uh, once again, I'm Matt Helsher, principal of Jacksonville Middle School. I uh, hope you join us next time. We'll, we'll be discussing uh, blended learning with Miss Woodard. And again, uh, we are JHMS. Yay! Keep Woo. reading.